Are you ready to perform at your highest potential? Welcome to the Performance Matters Podcast from GP Strategies. In each episode, we'll interview industry experts, exploring best practices and innovative insights to help you and your organization improve performance. Hello and welcome to the podcast. My guest today is Colleen Casey, an engagement and measurement consultant at GP Strategies, and she's here to talk about staying engaged when you're part of a hybrid team. Colleen, hello. It's great to have you on the show. Thank you, Jeremy. It's a pleasure to be here. So let's get right into it. Employee engagement is is always an important metric, and it's even arguably more so, more important concerning hybrid teams, when you have some members working remotely, some in the office. So what have you been seeing along those lines from your clients' employee engagement survey data? So, and I think before we even start the conversation about what's coming out of the data, I just want to share with our listeners how we talk about engagement here at GP Strategies. As a researcher and analyst, we always have to define the terms first. And when we talk about engagement, what we're talking about is really a mutually beneficial relationship between employees and the organizations that they work in. And what that looks like is employees are at a place where they're able to achieve maximum satisfaction from the work that they do while contributing at a maximum level to the goals and the mission of the organizations. So when we talk about engagement, that's what we're talking about. So right now in terms of 2021 data, the verdict is still out. We're still collecting that information, still looking at our benchmarks. But I do want to talk about the trends that I observed in our 2020 data. And what I saw is that across client organizations, we saw significant increases on some key indicators. And those key indicators were around clarity on work priorities, managers giving feedback to their employees and creating good relationships with their teams, and also senior leader executive communication and the positive perception of that increased over time. So this is the 2020 data, and I think it's important to keep this data in mind because This is indicating how we showed up and how organizations succeeded in a completely virtual environment. And a lot of the things that were the largest concerns for organizations moving into a totally virtual environment, performance, productivity, connection between leaders and employees, not only did we see that we were able to maintain those things, but a lot of organizations were more successful than they had been previously. And it's great to look at that information as we think about how we move forward with hybrid, because when we think about that move to a virtual environment, we had no roadmap for doing that at that point in time, right? We were thrust into this situation in a crisis situation, If we had told organizations, you know, three months in advance, okay, three months from now, you're going to go completely virtual, they would have said, this is going to take us two years to roll this out, to do this successfully. But we were able to do this with no roadmap. We were able to be successfully successful completely remotely. And I think that as organizations move forward and think about their hybrid strategy, there's no reason that we can't continue to be successful now that we've had so much practice doing this over the past 18 months. I think some other things to think about in terms of what we're seeing in the data and what I'm starting to observe in 2021 trends, I am seeing an increase in employees feeling burnt out. So employees are giving a lot to their organizations, but those individual needs are not necessarily being met. 
So I think it's important as we think about hybrid and as we think of increased access to virtual work and work from home, there are risks that are included in there. You know, this lack of boundaries between work and the other aspects of our life is challenging for many people. When the kitchen table is where you go to work, where you go to school, where you come together as a family, the sort of mush that people are experiencing can be really, really exhausting. So I think that's one thing to keep in mind. The lack of boundaries can be tiring for people. And then also we know that virtual work means longer days for a lot of employees. So people are actually working harder at times when they're working from home. So when your employee says to you, oh, you know, working from home is great. The time I spent commuting, I now spend working. I spend that extra hour and day working. It might sound great, but is that really good for employees? Is that not increasing their burnout because it's much more difficult to disconnect in that virtual environment? And I think the final trend that I would kind of make sure that everyone has on their radar is that people want more flexibility. They want more flexibility about when, where that they work. And it's something that's new because a lot of organizations, employees did not have that experience of virtual work before. They've gotten a taste of it and there's no going back now. So no, I don't, th that probably doesn't come as a, as a surprise to a lot of listeners. But one thing that sounds interesting is that you're saying workers want more flexibility and specifically flexibility to sometimes come into the office, sometimes work from home, you know, on their own schedule. But as you're also saying, there's this problem with burnout that kind of outside the confines of the office, it's easy to, to find yourself working longer and harder without even maybe you know, realizing it and then kind of burning out. So how can leaders help mitigate that? How can they, because obviously you, you don't want your people burning out, right? What can leaders do to address that challenge? So I think it's really important for leaders to stay connected to their employees, to be having regular conversations. One of our tools that we use with our engagement survey clients is we talk to them about having one-on-one -on -one engagement conversations. It's really important to be talking to your employees on a regular basis about where are they with their satisfaction? How are they feeling about the work that they do? They are doing? And also what could potentially be getting in the way of their performance? And where might they be having some issues with, you know, work-life spillover? So I think it's really about those conversations and having those conversations regularly. A lot of this talk about hybrid, really the basic principles of managing your people successfully and being a good leader, that doesn't change, right? We need the same things. We need trust. We need relationships. We need conversations. We need empathy. But the context is changing. So that's really, I think, stay connected to your employees, have those conversations, make sure that they're not experiencing that burnout. If they do appear to be experiencing that burnout, if they're sharing that with you, be a support to them, help them disconnect, help them rearrange their priorities so they know what needs to be worked on immediately and what can maybe wait until tomorrow morning. So as you're saying, it, in, in some ways, it's a matter of staying connected, whether just like it, just like it always has been when more people were in the office. But the context, of course, matters, right? And so when you have some people in the office, some people remote, uh, wouldn't that present particular challenges to leaders in, in terms of literally just keeping in touch, just engaging? Because some people you can talk to face to face and others, it's always going to be through a screen. So is that a significant enough difference that leaders have to have particular strategies for engagement with employees who are remote? 
I think that there's two ways to look at it. It's how do we manage this at the team level and how do we manage this at the individual level? I think at the team level, it's really about putting digital first. So for example, when we have a team meeting, we want to assume that everyone is going to be connecting virtually. And we want to make sure that we're creating an optimal virtual experience for those who are not in the office. So what that means is that if we're having a team meeting, we don't want to have all the in-office employees in a conference room sitting around a table and then have our virtual employees joining by themselves. In this situation, it's really we want to make sure that people are connecting on each of their computers. That way that our employees who are working virtually, they can continue to make eye contact with their colleagues and really feel that they're able to participate in the conversation. So I think at the team level, we think about team dynamics, we're having meetings, really make sure that everyone is joining on their own device so that everyone's getting equal face time. On the individual level, again, like I said, it's really about that, that dialogue that we're having and making sure that we're asking those questions about what people need for their satisfaction, what they need to deliver on the results, and it needs to be frequent. If you're not having a conversation with your employee once a week about what they need for satisfaction and contribution, along of course, obviously, with what their responsibilities are, really, what are you doing? You're not leading your team. You're not leading your individual employees. And that doesn't have to be a two-hour conversation. This could be one or two questions while you're checking in on the project that you're working on just to see what are they focusing on this week? What do they enjoy about the project that they're working on? And is there anything that's getting in the way of them advancing? I think in terms of what comes up for the one-on-one -on -one in that individual relationship between leaders and their employees in the hybrid environment, I think the first thing is to make sure that we are connecting equitably with our team and not just with those in person. So we definitely don't want to, this to be an out-of-sight, out-of-mind situation. Make sure that you don't lose sight and lose mm. connection with the people who are not physically closest to you. And then I think also as we think about this hybrid environment and people working from home more, those conversations are going to be more personal. Esther Perel says that you don't work from home, you work with home. And all those different roles of employee, family member, all of those things are sort of collapsing at the same time when we're working from home. And leaders really need to be cognizant of that. And they're going to have to acknowledge that and discuss it with employees. Now, those are sensitive conversations to have, and they really require trust between leaders and their employees. And I think that as we think about how can we build those relationships, how can we make people feel open to talk about the life challenges that get in the way of work sometimes, I think one thing that leaders can do is really lead the way and talk about their own work from home experiences. Now, it's not only about the leaders, right? Individual employees need to take responsibility for staying engaged whether you're in the office, out of the office, whatever. So what are some engagement tips for the typical employee? So I'm glad that you brought this up, Jeremy, because when we talk about engagement, we talk about this as a shared responsibility. So every person in an organization, every employee has a role to play in creating this engaged working environment. We say that individual contributors and everyone is an individual contributor in organization. So this applies to executives as well as managers, as well as true individual contributors. So we say that they're ultimately responsible for their own engagement to the extent that they need to know what drives their satisfaction, what helps or hinders their performance. They need that level of clarity because if you don't have that level of clarity with yourself, no one is going to be able to give that to you. So I think that really being aware of one's own engagement, checking in with yourself about where are you in that 
spectrum of satisfaction and contribution. Are you really happy doing the work that you're doing, but not really clear on what needs to get done and not really clear on how this connects to the larger priorities of your team and the organization? Um, or are you in an opposite point of that spectrum where you're giving a lot and not having your own needs met? Maybe you're not getting your career development needs met. Maybe you're not happy with your compensation, or maybe you have a uh, difficulty getting good work-life balance. And perhaps you're in an optimal place. You're having all those things. Everything is working for you. But I think it's really about checking in with yourself, understanding where you fall on that spectrum and having an honest dialogue with yourself about what do you need at this point in time? And also where do you have control and influence? So I think that for employees, it's really all about that level of self-awareness. And I think that when we think about this in a hybrid working arrangement, it's really about how, what is working well and where do you need some adjustments in that hybrid arrangement? Do you need more days in the office? Do you need more days at home? Do you need more flexibility with your schedule because perhaps you have parenting responsibilities and you need to leave in the afternoon to, to pick people up, to drop them off at their sports activities? What does that look like for you? And thinking about also that connection piece is being remote, making you feel left out of the group. Is your team and your manager maybe not practicing those best practices that we discussed? Everyone's in the conference room and you're the only person on the call. So I think that having all those, considering all those things, thinking about them, thinking about where you have an opportunity. And then as we're thinking about those things, look for others who can help you on that journey. And, you know, what that help can look like, those people might be able to change things for you. They might be able to help you improve your engagement. Sometimes help is just having someone else that we can speak to, that we can listen to, that can kind of give us that catharsis to get the things that are bothering us off of our chest. Um, and I said that managers need to have that engagement dialogue with their employees, but I think that employees also need to be bold and initiate these conversations with their manager. So if you're feeling that you're left out of those meetings because everyone's around the conference table and you and one other person are dialing in virtually, I think that's something that you need to bring to your manager, have a conversation. This isn't really working for me. I feel that I can't share in the conversation. I can't participate in meetings because of this. Or if you're feeling that you're having difficulty balancing your work and your life and you need more days from home, have those conversations, be bold. Um, and I think ultimately going forward, it's really about giving yourself grace and compassion, right? We can't do it all. We can't always be top performers. And on those days where you're really struggling to perform well, or your satisfaction isn't there, you know, indulge in some self-care. And when all else fails, have some chocolate, I say. <laughs> <laughs> right. Have the chocolate handy. So wrapping up, final thoughts, what's the main takeaway for our listeners around this issue of hybrid remote work and staying engaged? So I think the the main takeaways is don't be scared of hybrid. Don't be scared of change. We were able to do this successfully during the pandemic. We were able to work virtually successfully with literally no idea for many organizations of how to do it, not even having the tools that would enable them to do it. And somehow we pulled through that moment. I think that we can, we have a lot more preparation, a lot more experience that can help us be successful in the hybrid environment. And I think that for organizations, as we move forward and as we're testing these new working arrangements, really keep listening to your employees. Don't abandon your survey strategy. Things are going to continue to change and to evolve. A lot of what we learned during this pandemic environment is how much this idea of, you know, the atomized individual is really an illusion, right? 
So the thought that we bring our professional self to work and that professional self is separate from our other belongings, the uh, families, the family, the community members, the activists that lives inside of all of us, that those are all separate things. We really know that that is an illusion at this point. People are bringing their whole selves to work with them. And all of that external context is really impacting people. And, you know, we've talked a lot about pandemic, but there's also movements for greater equality for people from historically marginalized communities. There is climate change. We continue to evolve in a very polarized political environment. We're going to keep confronting these changes going forward. Organizations need to make sure that we're listening to our employees to understand how those things, how that external context is impacting employees and really get that information so we know how to respond and how we can engage our employees, keep our finger on that pulse to make sure that we're successful going forward. Okay, excellent advice. Well, Colleen, thank you for those insights, for all your insights, and for a really uh, great conversation. Thank you, Jeremy. The Performance Matters Podcast is brought to you by GP Strategies. Together, we can create a world where business excellence makes possibilities achievable. You can subscribe to the show anywhere you get podcasts and listen on our website at gpstrategies.com slash podcasts.